I'm Neil Osborne, and welcome to the Get to Yes podcast, where I teach, coach, consult, and speak on selling in the hair, beauty, and body industries. Have you noticed these days with your clients, or be they B2B salon owners or B2C salon and clinic clients, that being pushy just doesn't work? Talking doesn't work. However, asking and listening does. Throughout these podcasts, I'm going to discuss a style of selling that uses the skill of persuasion. Our belief is that you get to yes by listening, not telling. If you practice these persuasion skills, you'll become more successful, achieve greater results, gain that recognition you're yearning for, or maybe even just learn that selling can be fun. Hi, Neil Osmond from The Sales Catalyst here. In this episode, we're going to start the journey towards building your sales territory through new business acquisition. Or as simply put, just opening some more new accounts. I say start the journey, as there is a lot of moving parts in this side of the business. Growing your business through a continual stream of new business requires skill and consistency. So whether it be you're selling to beauty salons, skin clinics, or owners of hairdressing salons or spray tan salons, regardless of who you are selling to, we all need to think about sales growth through acquiring new business. In episode 12, we discussed there were two ways to grow your sales territory. One, getting your existing clients to buy more. We did that through the gap analysis and or focusing on push and pull strategies. Our second strategy was to go out and get some new clients. This strategy does require some thought and definitely some pre-planning. To move forward here, we need to consider the possible paths forward. Basically, there are two. The path of most resistance and the path of least resistance. Which are you currently travelling? Are you in flow, or do you feel like you're pushing it up a hill some days? Regardless of where you are right now, the place to start is to ponder two questions around you and your brand. First, what is the path of most resistance, and what is the path of least resistance? So let's chat first about the path of most resistance. Well, if you've been out on the road selling or managing a territory for a while, you've definitely experienced the path of most resistance at some point. It goes a little like this. You visit or contact heaps of potential clients and you experience lots of no's. Or better still, you get maybes, which we all know is code for no in disguise. Or maybe they promise they'll call you back and, well, they never do. Or you email to follow up and, yep, you've got it, no response. All of these indicators are that you may be working down the path of most resistance. So why is that? Why is it that you're not getting any cut through? Why is it that you're experiencing that level of rejection? Generally, it's because of one of two reasons. Number one is your selection process. Those salons or clinics you're approaching are not matching what you're selling. Maybe because you're selling a high-end product and you've contacted several businesses that are in a price-sensitive area. Or they love what you're selling but are locked into a supplier contract. What you're offering maybe is not matching their style of business or the types of services or treatments they offer. There are endless reasons for possible mismatch. The second reason is your materials don't match your offer. In other words, you're trying to sell a quality product but arrive with a badly scuffed presentation case that's, well, unorganised. 
Your brochures are dog-eared. Your product samples are badly scuffed. Your tablet or iPad presentation isn't working or it's very complex and hard to follow and worse still, you're having trouble driving the presentation. Well, to use a good example, let's talk about cars. You're trying to tell everybody that you're selling a BMW but all of your materials and information looks like you're selling a second-hand Kia or worse still, one of the latest unknown imports. These experiences what I refer to as the path of most resistance. Under these circumstances, regardless of how good your offer is, if you don't pay attention to who your ideal client is, you're wasting a lot of emails, phone calls, shoe leather, whatever it is. And it's going to lead to a lot of frustration. So how do we switch from that path of most resistance, full of frustration and exhaustion, to the path of least resistance, the place where things fit together and we get that flow. You know, the path of least resistance, you approach a salon and clinic and they actually give you time. They take your calls. They respond with a, wow, I've been looking for something like that. Or they respond with a, that's a really good fit for us. Wouldn't that be awesome? So what's different? Well, let's go back to these two reasons. Number one, selection. And number two, materials. Let's talk about selection first. Today's business is about finding the right fit, the client or business that is the right fit, the right fit for you, your product or service, and you're the right fit for them. If you can do that, then you are moving towards the path of least resistance. So how do we do that? Well, first, let's get clear on our ideal client. Is it an upmarket boutique or skin clinic? Is it a group of laser clinics, a suburban family-focused hairdressing salon? a price-based chain or group, or is it a medical clinic? We call these business channels. However, we need to get a bit deeper, regardless of the channels. The key starting point is to get to know your avatar. Your avatar is a term we use to describe your perfect customer. So who is your perfect customer? A good place to start is to have a close look at who your best customers are. What are they selling the most of? And what's working really well for them? Once you've identified a group of them, let's start to get a bit analytical. We really need to drill down. So what is it they have in common? What is it unique about them? Let's try and describe them. Where are they located? Are they mainly in suburban, uh, high street, CBD, shopping centres, off street? Where are they? What size is their business? Do they all have websites? How many styling chairs or treatment rooms do they have? How many staff do they have? What's their positioning? Are they upmarket, mid-market, family or speed and volume? Price of popular service or treatments can also be a very good measurement tool. What are they focused on? High quality treatments? Large volumes of retail? What else do they have in common? By the way, the key to success here is to not pick markers that are subjective e.g. are they a fashionable salon? If we were to put a group of people together, we'll each decide the answer to that question very differently. So let's keep the subjective questions out of our avatar list. So once we have that list refined, we can start to think more clearly about how to connect with those types of clients. What are they interested in? Is it growing their business or do they like to be the first with new services or treatments in their area or market segment? 
Where do they hang out? Getting to understand who they are, we can also get to understand where they're hanging out. If it's medical, it's maybe LinkedIn, high-end skin or hair, probably Instagram, family suburban salons, maybe Facebook. Where to find them? Different types of businesses can position themselves in similar locations. So this is what we call the selection piece. My belief is that if you're selling a quality product or service, you don't need to target every business out there. That's exhausting, frustrating, and very, very time-consuming. But rather, target the ones who are a good fit, a good fit for you, and your product is a good fit for their business. By refining your sales process and getting really clear around who is your perfect customer, your sales process itself will start to make a shift. Before we get too excited and rush out there, we have one last task to reconsider. How do we adjust our materials to match the type of client we are wanting to do business with? How can we adjust our materials and or our first impression? After all, that's the one thing we struggle to change, isn't it? That first impression. Clients will always prefer to do business with someone who looks the part, looks organised and has quality materials to show and discuss. Get those two fundamentals, your selection and your materials right, and your sales process and presentation will also shift. The shift you'll experience when you engage a possible new client will be to go from no longer needing to impress, but rather to assess. Assess how good of a fit they are for you. Now, that's a different way to attract new business. So let's recap on our conversation today. At the beginning of this episode, we discussed starting the journey towards building your sales territory through new business acquisition or simply opening new accounts. Growing your sales territory through a continual stream of new business requires skill and consistency. I also reminded you that there's a lot of moving parts on this side of the business. The initial skill we discussed was to be aware of your path forward. We discussed there are generally two. The path of most resistance can occur when we aren't thinking where we are working or who we are working with. This can occur when we don't have our client selection process aligned with our vision or the right style of materials in place. We discussed researching our best clients and finding out where their similarities lie and then create a vision or a profile of our perfect client which we called an avatar. Number two was the path of least resistance. You know, when you experience periods of working that path, that path of least resistance, you feel in flow or things are just happening effortlessly. To shift to that space more often, use your avatar as the guide to research and locate more potential clients that are a good fit for you or your business and finally align your materials to speak to your ideal client. The path of least resistance is a beautiful and highly enjoyable space to work. I hope this helps you find yours. Until next time, enjoy your day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Get To Yes podcast. If you like what you've heard, please share it with someone you may know who's looking to become more persuasive or wants to diffuse resistance and get to yes more often. Until our next episode, you can visit me at thesalescatalyst.com.au.